0: Welcome to Changing My Mirror. This is a podcast where self-reflection and accountability springboard us to the door that leads to change. I am your host, Nyasha Roberts, also known as Miss Choosing Life. And today, it's a little reverse because I have my daughter, Iona. Say hi. Hi,
1: everyone.
0: So Iona is going to interview me. Because um, <laughs> when we first, when I first spoke with her, she said that she wanted to ask me some questions. So I am not aware of the questions. So Iona, I am your guest for today.
1: Yes. So as she yeah. just said, everyone, the hostess is now the guest. <laughs> and so we're going to get started. First, let's start with the bakes. How are you? Mm-hmm. I am
0: doing wonderful. I am extremely happy in this moment in my life. And mm-hmm. yeah, I'm good. Thank you.
1: <laughs> I was happy to hear that. My heart was genuinely touched. <laughs> um. So, my first question to you is, it's a hard hitter, but <laughs> it is, how has God slay your pride this season? What? <laughs> mm, yes, how has he humbled you?
0: Well, you know what's so funny? <laughs> he has definitely, even, like, before we spoke... I think the hardest thing is realizing that I have a life of my own. Mm.
1: Like,
0: I have a life of my own outside of every other title that I have acquired. I have a life of my own. And just made me realize that I don't have control over everything like he's releasing control and that is humbling like I'm in control you're not and that's humbling
1: Hmm. it's amazing when we have the revelation that God is saying I am in control and you are not yes yeah
0: definitely huh Mm.
1: Huh, that was
0: hard to say like even with I was having a conversation with someone and they asked me like if you get married tomorrow what would life look like for you and you know my sister was saying oh you get married There are certain changes that comes in with marriage. And I realize I may not be ready for those changes. Hmm. Like, and I don't get to control. I don't get to say I want to be a part of something, but don't want to be a part of the structure of it. Come on now. So... I am really thinking about this and like with you I'm used to us talking at the same time all the time we have like a routine if I get married does that routine gets into get interrupted do we have to adjust
1: the devil is alive like (laughs) (laughs) no
0: (laughs) (laughs) but um to think about it like I'm really looking at the mirror and I'm saying, I can't say I will have to change certain things. Like, because like when you said to me, Naomi, when um, you're going to be traveling the world doing missionary work with your family. And I'm thinking about that. Where does that leave me? I have to adjust to the life that you want. (laughs) Right? So then what kind of adjustment am I willing to make for God to do what my heart desires? Because I can't ask for something and not want to be a part of the system or not, you know, not be a part of what it takes to function in that role. So that's how God is pulling me. Like he is slaying some things because I, just when you thought you figure it out, you realize you haven't even touched the surface.
1: Mm-hmm. Would you say that is what pushed you to change your mirror? Or is that one of the mirrors that you are changing?
0: (laughs) That definitely pushed me. Um, But that wasn't the root in what started um, you know, that forced me to look into the mirror. What forced me to look into the mirror is realizing that where I was, I wasn't happy. I wasn't happy with who I was and how I, how I functioned simply because everything had to do with someone else.
1: Mm. I
0: think when I stepped into adulthood, I was, um, Ronda's sister, Paula's sister, um, Shamig's girl, Naomi's mom, like I'm always somebody, somebody. And outside of all of that, playing all these different roles, I lost sight of who I was. Like, who is Nash? Who is she? What does she like? What makes her happy? And realizing that I didn't know who I was. Except for the fact that I'm all the titles that I play. So my life became and didn't know that I was part of the story. Mm -hmm. So that's what forced me to look in the mirror. This journey is because we are in this transitional period. You're off at college. I'm home by myself. You know, you're going to come to visit, but your life begins now and so i have to make the adjustment and realize i need to still go through that 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 whole looking at me and say okay now what now that you do what do you do now that parenting has changed there's going to be a season in time where relationship changes even ours And not in a negative way, but just in a different way. Because we will be in different stages in life. You understand what I'm saying? I understand. I know that's not what you were
1: expecting. Here's the thing. Okay. We may be at different stages in life right now. Although we're going through a transitional period but I can relate to you in a sense. And so just to hear your transparency, one, shows your strength, and two, builds my respect for you. And I'm glad that though you realized, hey, I'm I'm a character, and I don't even know what movie I'm in, that you're waking up. So it's not something that i'm dwelling on like oh she doesn't even know blah 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 blah, 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 blah whatever some shoddy would say it, what uh you know i am holy hood it just came out <laughs> um but you it's the waking up for me it's the awakening that has left me speechless in a way. And why I say I can relate is because I have also had to change my mirror for the opposite reason. I always had a sense of who I am, and it got rejected multiple times. And so instead of being myself, I tried to fit into these roles. And then I tried so hard that the illusion became reality. And so I'm always trying to fit into these ideologies I have. And I believe that God has been breaking that down in my life. No, let me correct myself. He delivered me. And now I'm just breaking myself out of the habits that he has already delivered me from. And... To see the reverse Mm -hmm. in you, it shows like it is (laughs) interesting how we could all be going through something that impacts us because of something identity related. And it just shows the importance of knowing your identity and being firm in it so you can walk in it. And so you would know, hey, my identity is not a title. You would know my identity is not my failure. My identity is not my experiences. My identity is not even my successes. My identity is not what people have called me. I My identity is who God says I am, and that's a period. That's an exclamation point. That's the end of the sentence. And if we were going Absolutely. to add anything, if we were going to put a semicolon, it would be, now I live out my identity for the glory of God. Amen. So that's, that was really powerful to hear you say that. Thank you for sharing you,
0: Sam. You're welcome. I I think that was the first time I said those words out loud. (laughs) You know, I've thought it within myself, but to actually say it out loud wow. Mm -hmm. It's something powerful when you speak out because then you really get to. Uh, decree it and declare Mm -hmm. it it's like making that declaration when you open your mouth and say it because you breathe life into it I breathe so I am breathing life into every season I'm walking into Mm -hmm. and I'm breathing life to the adjustment period of it I'm breathing life into the adjustment that we have to make towards each other based on whatever season is to come. Mm -hmm. I breathe life into my external relationships, my family, whatever adjustment needs to make that it will be done in love and in respect for the shift that God is doing. And knowing that it doesn't change the core and the foundation, it's just the season. And so I am breathing life into that.
1: That's where it starts. Amen. That's where it starts. Yes. Hmm. That's a that's a simmer. That's a slow cook. <laughs> that's a crock pot. Woo! A crock pot.
0: <laughs> You're funny. Wow. It it yeah. Because mm. I never. You know, there's there's a book. That's called wife ready. Mm,
1: yes, I remember. Yeah. I remember you reading it.
0: Yeah, and there's certain certain things that I ask myself. I'm like, whoa. That would be a hard adjustment.
1: Mm. Mom. That would be a hard adjustment. Mom, let me tell that you.
0: That would be a hard.
1: Ooh. Mom, let me tell you.
0: Tell me. i read. You put the base
1: on. Yo, I had to put the base mm-hmm. Because <laughs> your little girl read that book. And that's actually the book that healed me from the mentality that marriage is bad and that all men cheat. And it, it that book helped heal my mentality, but it also showed me, okay, I'm looking at if my man will be faithful, man, quotation marks. Because, you know, I'm single um, and not ready to mingle. But it also made me think, am I where I need to be to be in a relationship? Am I where I need to be to be a loving wife? We always look at someone else, but just when you do some internal reflecting, it's like, ooh, am I? And, Mommy, you already know, but there is this guy, at my school, my current school, and we could worship together. He had a prayer life, <laughs> and, and he could he he could he could correct. He would correct me. He like, mm okay. No, I don't know yeah. what to. Do. Don't do that. You can do better. Don't let your insecurity. Well, oh, and I'll just be like, uh, okay, yes sir, yes sir. <laughs> All right, I hear you, man of God. And because I noticed, for me, that was a reflection of what I always wanted my marriage to be—two believers who can edify each other. And and we and we both wanted to go into the missionary field. So I was like, Lord Jesus, don't do it. (laughs) I was like, um, oh Jesus. You better, you better read your book. <laughs> and then I, because of that, I saw, I was like, whoa, this is really good. Then I looked, I was like, am I ready for this? I was like, no, I'm not where I need to be. And I was like, besides that, I have barely been a roof in my eyes. I have not worked the field. And my thing has always been, I want to accomplish what God has for me as an individual before I start to work with my husband as a partner to accomplish what god has for us as a couple first of all marriage are two whole individuals coming together and if i am not fully made up as a whole or let me retake that because i'm already whole in christ if i have not lived out my wholeness in christ yet then there's no way i'll be effective in a marriage where two whole people are supposed to spread the love of a whole god so it doesn't it doesn't equate and when i saw that in me i was like no and it made me think of wife ready and i was like i am not yet so and, and so your little girl put that guy in the friend zone hardcore came out with the bro hey bro bye bro you good bro Okay, later, bro, brother, brother of the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, oh. what 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 did you get from Wife Ready? <laughs> oh, that way. Went...
0: <laughs> what I got in the, the book. <laughs> What I got from reading a book is that there were some tough questions that I wasn't even considering. And so that's what I took away. Mm. Like, am I ready to answer those tough questions? Face them and make the adjustment. Mm. And I learned That although there are some that was easy to do. So you're like, yeah, I could do that. That's not a big deal. But then there were others that, like, I have, I have, I mean, I've been so independent making my decisions, doing whatever I want to do, when I want to do it, not compromising if you don't fit into the square, you know. I'm not, you know, adding, I'm not expanding it. I'm not reshaping it. It is what it is. Either adjust or get out. And that's not the mindset to build life with anyone. Mm -hmm. So am I willing to face those tough questions and adjust myself? Not the other party, but adjust myself. Mm. Because my environment is only as good as what I bring to it.
1: Come on now.
0: Yeah. The relationships that we have with God, with, with others, with ourselves, is what we contribute to that. We mm. can't expect God to move, but we don't want to move when He says. You know, you, you expect everyone to cater to your needs, but when they ask you to, to return something, or when you have to pass that on, you don't want to inconvenience yourself for the inconvenience. So that is what I am looking in the mirror and I'm seeing as I look at myself i'm asking myself those tough questions and given given honest answers to them because growth can only come when you see there's a need to grow mm. and you're willing to grow if you don't see that's an area to grow you will continue to wreck habit with those and recognizing these thoughts because remember toxic thoughts are always, always going to come. And the word of God tells us how to bring those thoughts captive. Mm-hmm. You know, the obedience of Christ. We know things that um, are not good for us. And so when, when we, well, we need that oxygen to, to, to revive us. That's that is where we have to humble ourselves. And I am thankful that I'm in a season of God strip away everything that I thought. I am the I I I would be the Proverbs 32 wife. And I think that is why I related so much to that um teaching. So God really had to strip me of what I think it should look like to what he says it is, his decree of what it is and delighting in that and submitting to that mm-hmm. so that he can get the glory because I don't belong to myself. Recognizing that, hey, you don't belong to you. You were bought with a price. So don't act as if you make the final choice. You don't get to choose, but you do get to submit. And enjoy. Because in my submission comes my strength. In my submission comes joy. In my submission comes peace. In my submission come the promises of God. In my submission come the abundant life. In my submission comes the kingdom of heaven on earth. In me. In my submission comes the power of the Holy Spirit. In my submission comes transformation not only of mind but of body and spirit in my submission comes revelation if I have a tambourine (laughs) yeah Mm.
1: Mm -mm -mm. there's three things I want to mention about Mm. what you said before I ask you my last two questions wow 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 (laughs) okay so first you mentioned actually moving like looking at yourself and making the proper adjustments for it and mentioning that Mm -hmm. we are only as healthy Mm -mm, sorry what's around us is only as healthy as we are our relationships are only as, as healthy as what we put into it. I thought that was good. Two, expecting mm. people to tender to your needs, but not willing to be inconvenient. Oof. And you know, inconvenience is a sign of love. When you're willing to be inconvenient for another person, that's a sign of love. Oof. Ooh, I felt attacked for that yeah. one. I felt attacked. <laughs> I set out. <laughs> but amen. <laughs> and the last one, just the overall, the fact that you are looking into yourself. I, I know we had conversations where I'd be like, but mom, what about you? Mama, are you going to buy something for yourself? What I always ask you prying questions and and your answers will always be like my biggest dream is to be the best mom I can for you. (laughs) And that was cute. (laughs) (laughs) That was Hallmark. (laughs) And I personally I (laughs) I personally loved it. You know. But I knew that, like, I've, I've seen you, even this. Anyone who hears this podcast would be like, come on now. Because bes- besides being a mother, you have a purpose. You have a purpose. And yes, it is to mentor me and to lead me. But as an individual, you have a calling. And so for me, this is a joyous moment. (laughs) I am rejoicing in your freedom and rejoicing in the fact that your mirror is changing. And for all the mothers who are listening, just know that your kids can tell how you view yourself. And it does impact them. The healthiness of your family is a reflection of the healthiness of you, and it starts with being transparent with God and transparent with yourself, saying, "Lord, I'm a mess. Lord, this is how I view myself." And it's just really, and you know what else you mentioned? This is gonna be a long podcast, guys. It's okay. <laughs> be blessed. Highly favored. The abundance of wisdom. Amen. (laughs) You mentioned um, and just like that, it was lost. (laughs) You see? (laughs) That's okay.
0: That's okay. It'll come back to you. You can ask your next question until it comes back.
1: Mm. Anyways, (laughs) so my question for you are what are some practical ways that we can all start actively changing our mirror? What worked for you and how has this shifted the trajectory of your life?
0: Wow, okay, so after I was not comfortable Being comfortable anymore. And I decided I'm going to, I need to change. You know it's funny. Okay, sidebar. Anyone who have known me for the past 15 years, let's say my adult life, I have friends that say you're always working on something. Every year you're working on something it's like you're never going to find what you're you're never going to fix you because you're always you know trying to adjust I knew there were certain decisions that I've made principles that needed to be removed Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and the first one is realize that the spirit of fear is not my prophet The spirit of fear is not my prophet. I have allowed fear to prophesy over me for a long time. But the spirit of fear is not my prophet. So I don't have to submit to what it said. But I have lived a life where I have been submitted to the spirit of fear. Whatever fear spoke, I did, and I realized that had led me down a road of destruction, and I would say self invisibility, if that is the thing. Like it allowed me to a place where I didn't, I couldn't even see me mm. to realize where I needed to go. Because the spirit of fear works for the enemy. And the only objective is to kill, steal, and destroy. So my dreams, my hope, my strength, everything was taken from me. And I was just existing. Mm. And one day you said to me, I want to be like you. And that was the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. It was, it's supposed to be the greatest thing. I want to be like my mother. And I was like, no, because if you only knew I'm a slave to fear, you wouldn't want that. And so As I decided, okay, now if she wants to be like me, what is it about me? I wouldn't want her, I, I wouldn't want her to adapt. Or what is it that I would love for her to adapt? And I start making that. And I said, oh, no. And I had to realize I cannot do this for her. I have to do it for me. And I started making the necessary change for me. I started speaking life over me. I keep, um, every time I was afraid to do something or I didn't want to do something, I didn't. Mm. Um, because I once told like, and that's why I love the scripture in Deuteronomy 28 that says, I set before you life and death, blessing and curses." but hey, choose life. Hence the name, Miss Choosing Life. I have to choose life every day. And so I decide that I'm going to choose life. The Holy Spirit is leading me and guiding me. So Holy Spirit, let's wash these dishes together. Holy Spirit, what do you want to cook today? I'm including the Holy Spirit along my day, along my day, along my day. I started doing those little things and it has helped me not relying on myself for the transformation because I realized outside of Christ, I couldn't make the change. And when I gave my life to the Lord and I realized I don't have to do this. It is the spirit of God that is working through me. So Holy Spirit, what are we doing? Mm -hmm. I started reading. I started taking delight in God's word. I started to not allow things of my past For people to speak certain things in my life, I stopped allowing um, prophets that wasn't of God to speak over me. Mm -hmm. And just allow Jesus Christ to speak over me, the decree of God to speak over me. And when I made that choice, that's when they changed. And even during this quarantine, I said, okay. I realize fear has taught me. Fear has discipled me to believe that I cannot keep my word to myself. I realize I can keep my word to others when it comes to loving me, keeping my word to me. That doesn't make sense. Love the Lord thy God with all your mind, with all your heart, with all your soul, and love your neighbor as yourself. Wait, a part of this is I have to love me. So how do I do that? How do I allow the love of God to take over me, heal me, and come from me? And, And it's like, you realize that... We give the love of God to others, but we're supposed to experience in our own personal life, the love of God. He used others. Yes, but he used us too. And that's by his spirit. So I said, okay, if the word of God tells me to do something, I'm doing it. So how do I retrain my mind? Okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get up every day and walk. I'm going to do it. I can commit to that. And I'm going to walk every day. I'm going to walk. And I did it. And that proved what I thought to be true was not true. I can commit to something. I can commit to me. I can change my mind. And these are just, this is just what I am doing. And and I'm like, okay, if I did it with the walking, I can do it with the way I eat. Because a girl, you know, mommy got to lose some weight. But I'm not going to lose the weight talking about it, but not ready to do something about it. And so that's what cha- that's what I realized when I look in my mirror, whatever it is that God showed me, he also has a way of escape. He has a way to deal with it. His word tells us. And we just have to make the conscious choice to choose life and to commit to it, even when we don't want to, even when um, we're in pain, we get up and we do it because we know discipline is not a good thing. You know that scripture, right?
1: Discipline is not a...
0: You know the scripture that talks about yes, no like, discipline, discipline don't is
1: pleasant at the moment, but yes. later on, however, it reaps a harvest of righteousness and peace. Yes, I, I had
0: to call because I'm like, wait, you you brought that scripture to my attention. Why isn't she saying? Yeah, I had
1: to. She knows. I had scripture. to like think about it for a second. I was like, hmm. <laughs> I had to think, <laughs> but it came back. Jesus is faithful. Um, overall, what I've got, what I'm walking away with is that to actively change my mirror, I got to silence the voice of the enemy and be in tune to the voice of God. and then be, And then not only be in tune, but follow where that voice is leading me. Yes. You know, that, that spoke volume. That, that spoke volume. And you know what? It also made me think about thirsting. Thirsting after God. Thirsting. As if oh, yes. he was water and I am parched. I am dehydrated in a desert. And so when you're dehydrated, in the desert, you're not bougie and being like, oh, sorry, I don't want this today because I don't feel like reaching out for water today. No, every day that you're in the desert and your tongue is dry, you reach out for water. When your tongue is moist, you still what? Reach out for water. It's it's a discipline. And as you reach out for, for God, Things change. Things change. Hmm.
0: Hmm. Interesting.
1: Another thing, because it came back. (laughs)
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Is that thoughts will always come into our head. The problem is when you agree with a thought that isn't good for you. Thoughts come. Head is but you too, could always push me. it away. When someone says, oh, you look at... no, I'm not. And you could push that out your head. If you know someone is calling you Becky, but your name is Susan, if someone be like, hey, Becky, hey, Becky, you get, be like, my name is not Becky, <laughs> it's Susan. And so thoughts will come into your head. But if you know who you are, you don't have to agree with it. And that's why we say to get into the word. That's why we say to be transparent with God. That's why we say to press into his presence, to thirst after him. Because as you start to learn about him, you learn about you. And then you grow and then your mirror changes. And when stuff happens, you're not easily swayed because you have been thirsting and God has been satisfying your soul. And so you don't fall into the lies or the pressure of fear of rejection of depression of all these other things because you know who you are because you know who your god is you are who you are because god is the i am
0: you know there's a scripture in revelation revelation 21 6 that says it is done i am the alpha and the omega the beginning and the end Mm -hmm. To the thirsty, I will, I will give from the spring of the water of life without payment. Come on. Wow. Come on. To the thirsty, I will give from the spring of the water of life without payment. Wow. We are thirsty for God. And he will give from the spring of the water of life. The water of life. Without payment, the water of life. The water of life. In the world, we have to pay for water. We don't have to pay for the water of life. And when you
1: pay, you only get a certain amount. Uh, Because his water has no payment, there's no limit. There's no limit to how much we could access Him. Oh my goodness!
0: No, you know. Now you have me think about this whole water thing. There's scriptures that talks about, um, with joy you will draw water from the well of salvation. Mm-hmm. Like, like when we believe. In God and in his scriptures, it says, Out of the heart will flow rivers of living water. I feel a river flowing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're you know silly.
0: <laughs> there, there's... Like, he said to the woman, you will... You, you drink. You will never thirst again. Mm-hmm. Like... It is amazing that when we hunger and thirst for righteousness, we want to thirst after God's best for us. Because I had to come into agreement with, there's a song that says, I'm no longer a slave to fear. I am a child of God. I love that song because it's my song they didn't know they wrote it and sang it for me. <laughs> but that's my song i know what it's like to be a slave to fear where fear was my prophet but i thank god for delivering me from the spirit of fear and only the decree from heaven the decree from the throne room of heaven is what prophesied to me. Jesus Christ, his word, the word of God. That's the only truth that I submit to.
1: Amen. Listen, everyone, Amen. thank you for listening. Um, wow. Uh, this, this was amazing. And I pray that you have the time to reflect on how is God shifting you in this season? What is he doing in your life in this season? How has he humbled you? How has he pushed you to change your mirror? What pushed you to change your mirror? How did your mirror change? What are the practical ways that you are taking so you can actively change your mirror? Notice what's working for you, what isn't. Then last, are you happy? Are you happy with you? Are you thirsty? Are you thirsting after the living water? Which is God, which is Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, which is the Father, which is the Holy Spirit. Are you thirsting after God? Are you thirsting after his creations? Are you thirsting after what his creations have created? What are you longing for? I pray that as you look, that you don't beat up on yourself when you see yourself, you see where you're at. Just acknowledge it and say, okay, I may be here, but I won't stay here. I'm gonna get up, I'm gonna grow. And give it to God. Just give it to God. And I pass this hostess mic back to you, mommy.
0: Uh, thank you. Uh, amen. So, until next time. Uh, have have Wow, this was just. <laughs> I don't even know
1: how to end it. Right? <laughs> this is how our talks usually go when it's just you and I in a room we can talk for so long just continue to allow
0: the word to change your mirror from the inside out Uh, this was fun and thank you for listening Uh, good (laughs) night thank you thank you you, Ayona, for interviewing me (laughs)
1: thank you for having
0: having me you're welcome
1: have a good night good night mommy bye